The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Consumer Ninja, Wendy Nola. What happens, Wendy, when the bank erroneously deposits money into a closed account? I need a little bit of background on this one. It sounds terrifying. Yeah, yeah it is terrifying, I think, um, in a limited way, and I'll get to that. So most of us know that if there's no activity on our cell phone SIM for three months or four months in the case of Vodacom, they can, the network can take back that number, mobile station, international subscriber, director number, and they recycle it and give it to someone else. And that can have its problems, as you've discussed on this show, I think, about a year or last June or somewhere around there. Um, and they say it's because those numbers are a scarce national resource and ACASA requires all network operators to manage the numbers assigned to them in an efficient manner. Right. But in the case of one South African bank, and I didn't realize it was only one until this week, that's exactly what they do with your bank account number when you close your account or what they can do. It's not in every case, right? So and they argue that they only do it after um, three years, not three months, after three years, three years after you close the account, then they, they will um, reserve the right to recycle it. And the Payment Association of South Africa allows for that, would you believe? Um, so the case study, and it's Standard Bank. I'm sorry, it's Standard Bank again. Um, it just I just roll with what, I, what arrives in my inbox. Um, so the case study is, is from Louis. He wrote to me about his wife's experience. I'll call her Mrs. W. She has a small business, and up until 2014, her bank account, her business bank account was with Standard Bank. In July of that year, though, she moved her account to Ned Bank. She informed SARS of her new number, and I suppose everybody else, and in fact, in September 2020, SARS deposited a refund into that net bank account. So SARS did, did have that new number. But for some reason, um, in uh, later that year, when um, or shortly after that, it went to transfer transfer to her account um, several years' worth of refunds that had been in dispute. Um, it did an EFT into Mrs. W's old Standard Bank account. And yes, you've guessed it. Um, by that stage, um, that her number had been given to someone else. The amount was not inconsiderable. It was 477,000 rand. Um, and uh, what happened was that um, the bank managed to recover 448,000 rand of that money, luckily, and returned it to SARS, who in turn paid it over to Mrs. W. But she was 28,000 rand short. Um, and the owner of her new her old account decided that they would rather spend the money than pay it back. Um, and having had that number for about three years at that time. Okay. Oof. So the husband, Louis, demanded that Standard Bank reimburse that 28000 saying that she'd had no idea that the bank had recycled her old number. And if that hadn't been the case, what would have happened um, is that SARS would have got all the money back um, because the, the account, you know, there would have been no active account for that money to, to go into. Um, it would have taken five to 10 days, and then that money would have been paid in full to Mrs. W. And when the bank said, no, we're within our rights, uh, we're not paying you back, um, he lodged a complaint with the Ombudsman for Banking Services, which sided with the bank because they said the passer, the payment association allows for it. Um, um, she, uh, Mrs. W, did advise SARS of her new banking details. They used them once. So, actually, she should be looking to SARS to get that money back. And I have, in fact, um, asked to, uh, suggested that they lodge a complaint with the Office of the Tax Ombud. 
um, Standard Bank says yes, because uh, he, uh, Louis was saying, well, why didn't they tell you this? I had no idea that that old number would, you know, be recycled and could land up with somebody else. And um, the um, Standard Bank says, yes, we do inform clients about the account number potentially being recycled in terms and conditions upon opening and activating the account. I think that should be when you close your account that they tell you, listen, in three years from now, this account could belong to somebody else. Don't you think, Bruce, that would be helpful to know? It would be helpful to know. And I just, what a horrible story. It really is. I mean, it's it's the stuff of nightmares. I've had I've had another one. I, I looked through my I've been doing this a long time. You have lots of case studies. In twenty sixteen, Gavin Thompson's mother did an EFT of seventeen thousand rand into what she thought was her son's current Senate Bank account, not realizing that he'd actually closed closed that account six months early six years earlier rather. Um and they'd allocated the number uh, three years after that to someone else who promptly spent the windfall. Are you seeing a are you seeing a theme here, yeah. Bruce? That seventeen thousand rand went, and nobody, he said. Um, oh, the bank actually, in that case, interestingly, offered to refund him half the money and suggested that he opened a civil case against the new owner of the account. But he said, you know, there's too much time and money on lawyers, and he was, um, and he left it at that. Other South African banks, interestingly, I canvassed all of them, and I'm, I'm very impressed that they got back to me uh, in this. Long weekend week, all of them. FMB, no, we don't. Um, and customers can actually reactivate their old accounts if they want to. I didn't know that. Capitec, no, we don't. The people get people's numbers are linked to their profile for life. Absa, nope, we don't. Um, uh, when new account open, uh, new account numbers are opened for customers. Absa has comprehensive checks and balances to ensure that they aren't duplicated. And Airbag, same story. Nope. So it's only Standard Bank who does this. Um, the rest of the world. I thought I'd take a look. Didn't spend too much time, but um, uh, there was a, com- a story in The Guardian, a Scottish case where a mom, another mom, paid, uh, made several payments into her 30-something uh, son's Clydesdale bank account, not realizing that it had become someone else's account. And again, that person refused to give back the money. According to The Guardian, the mom was shocked that no one within the banking system was able to compel this individual to hand back the money. It's the same story here, right? We've talked about this. You've got to be very careful. And listen to this. In the past, when checks were a thing, it was the new owners of those recycled accounts who lost out because some of those former bank customers kept their old checks and then they wrote, what? Them, wrote the check later and they pulled money from those old accounts. It just seems like a silly idea to recycle accounts numbers, it don't does. you think? It, no, it's absolutely, um, it's a ludicrous. I mean, it, I, I'd never thought about it. Uh, and it makes sense that they want to do it. But unfortunately, there is a consequence. And these things, I mean. It's too, uh, oh. too risky. I also discovered that it was going on in California with several banks there until a decade ago when the legislators there passed a law requiring that banks wait at least three years before reissuing numbers. That's what Standard Bank is doing now. But obviously before that, they could recycle them almost immediately. And you can imagine the chaos that that caused. So the learning here is that if you closed your Standard Bank account more than three years ago, make very sure that any person or company which owes you money or wants to gift you some knows your current bank account details. And I do have to mention that Standard Bank um, offers account verification services or AVS. Okay. It costs you two rand a time, which is not very much. And you can just go hit the verification or verify number, a button, and you give the person's ID or the company registration number 
and you can add the surname okay. and contact number and it will verify um, if it's the person you want to pay to, which is quite a good idea. But yeah, something to watch out for if you close the Santa Bank account. I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm just thinking about you know when you when you you've, you've gone through a phase and you've paid somebody money. I don't know for a service. I don't know uh, whatever the service might be, and you use them again two or three years later. You need to double check their bank account details because you could. They may very well have changed bank accounts, and and they've not realised that you've got old bank account details, or they've sent you the new bank account details, but you haven't double checked that those bank account details are the bank account details that you've got loaded in your um, internet banking, uh, for, for example. So exactly. Got, so you've got to double-check the stuff every single time to make absolutely certain that their details sure. have changed because otherwise it becomes your problem. It becomes your problem. And just to, that sparked a memory of a, of, a, of a warning we've done a few times on in this segment, Bruce, and that is if someone sends you an invoice uh, an email with an invoice attached. Remember that court case recently? Oh, you yeah. must um, just assume that a hacker has got in there and, and taken the company's banking details out, substituted their own. So before you pay any, invo any invoice that you've got via email, get hold of the company independently, not on the phone number, on that invoice in case it's a fake, and, and just check that their account details are the same. A lot of checking we have to do these days, unfortunately, Bruce, because the forces are very busy and they're very clever. I, I can't wait for your novel. I can't wait for your novel one day of the perfect crime, Wendy. Girl. I think you've got <laughs> no, enough. You're the novel writer. You've got you've got <laughs> enough. The book writer. You've got the you've got enough material in your mind to create the perfect crime story. Not to commit the perfect crime because you wouldn't because you're an upstanding citizen. You, uh, of course, <laughs> yes. But my goodness gracious <laughs> me, the stuff people get up to that Wendy Nola knows about. That's why they call her Nola. Uh, Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja on a Wednesday. Day evening. Thank you, Wendy. Be very, very careful about where you pay money into uh, because ultimately that becomes your problem if you haven't paid the bill and somebody says, but I sent you the correct details, but I had the wrong details loaded in my, in my internet banking. Your problem, not theirs. They will demand the money back and you will then have to go through an hell of a process uh, to get your money back. And the person who to whom you paid it may be sitting in Mauritius going, well, thank you so much for the payment. I don't know where it came from, but I treated it like a lottery win. Not my problem. Good luck trying to find me. Cheers. And off they go. After Eyewitness News, our shapeshifter, Ramasela Ganda, the chief executive of Zida Group. First question is, why did you name it after another company listed on the JSE? But that and more coming up on The Money Show.